0: In this episode of Zathlon Talk, Andrew Hartman talks summer preparation for decathlon teams and how to create your schedule for reading. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Hartman, coach at Dulles Academic Decathlon, and today I am partnering with Zathlon to bring you guys a inside look at how uh, we prepare for the school year, for the decathlon year down at Dulles. Um, We really think that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lack of content for academic decathlon out there. There are no videos, there are no podcasts, there are no resources outside of, you know, what... USAD and Zathlon and, and Demodeck are bringing us. And so what we wanted to start doing is trying to push out more content, more multimedia content to students and coaches to A, help them get better at Decathlon and B, to hopefully create some sort of community around it. Um, the old message board you know, that we had is A lot slower than it used to be in terms of people being active in it, and uh, part of that might just be, hey, it's a message board, right? Who, who's on message boards these days? So um, we're gonna try to create a a community, just kind of on the internet at large, by bringing you guys, hopefully, consistent content, uh, whether that be through videos, whether that be through podcasts, whether that be through. articles and, and blog posts and things like that and also just to kind of collaborate and communicate with people. Um, the, the best part about decathlon is getting to learn from other people uh, about how they do things and, and kind of grow together as, as a community like that. Um, so today's video is going to be about scheduling and preparing your school year. Uh, we have been fortunate enough down at Dulles to be fairly successful the last few years. And so I'm going to kind of take you guys through what we've been doing over the last three or four years. Um, that has brought us a lot of success. Um, a lot of this goes back to the the fundamental baseline of this goes back to my time competing at Pearland when we won a state championship my senior year. And that content is... That kind of is the foundation of what we do. We've certainly stacked on top of that. We've added a lot of different things. We've taken away some things here and there um, to kind of fit the profile of Dulles. It's a, it's a different school with different kids. It's not as big. So, you know, in terms of um, how we recruit is, is very different, and we'll talk about all those kind of things in different videos and different podcasts. But what I wanted to do is kind of take you through the process of how we prepare the year and why we prepare the way we do. So the fundamental backbone of our philosophy at Dulles is that the kids have to read every night. They have to read. It's, it's really a non-negotiable. Uh, and so if we start from there, you know, with a you know, 500, 600, 700 page curriculum, you know, that feels like you're tackling a pretty big beast. Well, you can really uh, uh, kind of cut it up. You know, you can, you don't have to eat the whole thing at one time. If, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do this, you can't expect to cram the week before uh, meets and expect to see results that are, at the level that we're at least dullest that we're hoping to get you know there are some schools where hey you know you can qualify for state quite possibly off the off the back of cramming for a week or two but that leads to a lot of burnout that leads to not really the best score you can get is there some cramming involved yes but that should be on top of a pretty consistent diet of bite-sized chunks of the material of the curriculum. So <clears throat> So that kind of leads into the you know the idea okay so hey we think that the students should read a little bit every night, right? Well, how much is a little bit? So this took a lot of tinkering and a lot of kind of playing with and and even now I'm not necessarily certain that it's the right amount. but what I've kind of come to to find over the years is that I feel about six to seven pages a night um, is about the most you can you can get for the students um, especially if they're at a very particularly competitive school. you know if there's a, if you're at a school where you know, yes you have kids in AP classes but those AP classes aren't necessarily rigorous. Well, you might get a little more wiggle room with that, but that also comes with its own falls, especially when it comes to having varsities. Um, but at any rate, uh, so we figured about six to seven pages is correct. It feels good. It it tends to um, be just enough for the kids to really uh, feel okay with how much work they're doing and not overwhelmed with all their other stuff. And um, we have recently, you know, last year and, and this year as well. We've also really tried to line that load come uh, test days for other classes. Uh, you know, we have a uh, you know right around every progress report, every three weeks or so. Uh, all of a sudden, a lot of teachers are just trying to get in a final an extra test, or they need to get a test in because they're required. And so we've started to try to work around that a little bit as well. It's tough to do because the more you work around that, then you're really falling behind. So, you know, it's a little give and take, right? It's, okay, well, hey, let's maybe read two or three pages tonight. But then over this coming weekend, you know, you're going to really go at it. You're going to get, you know, 10, 15 pages in over this weekend or, or something like that, right? Trying to find that balance for the kids where, you know, even at a successful program like like Dulles, we still struggle with getting students simply because they believe that it's you know, decathlon's gonna get in the way of their success as a student, which um maybe something else worth talking about if, you know, as a as a resume builder, decathlon you know, being successful at decathlon is, is I think one of the best things you can have on a resume. But at any rate, uh, so 6 to 7 pages a night. Be flexible, you know, with that with that number, you know, don't stick to it to the t, although for the most part you do need to stick to it because if you waver on that, if you if you if the students kind of push back on it and then you buckle, you know, there's something to be said for losing that confidence of the kids, right? If you if you feel confident in what you're doing, the kids are going to feel confident in what they're doing. Um, which I think takes a lot of time. That's not necessarily something you're gonna get the first day. Um, <clears throat> or the first year. You know, the first year we did this we took a two week break in the middle of October and it was disastrous. Um, just because the kids were, were fighting us and it was it was a mistake I definitely learned from that we'll never do again. And so uh, I kinda gonna show you a finished product right now of, of our calendar and then kind of work backwards. Okay, so here is a preliminary finished calendar for this year for Dulles Academic Decathlon. Um, as you can see here, we start with Music and Economics. Um, they do a little bit each night. Um, so that will take us in into about um let's see one, two, three, four, five, five and a half, six weeks. Uh so that'll be a really long process for us to, for us to do. But uh in previous years we had thought to maybe do easy stuff first and then hard stuff later. And we ended up being really good at that pretty good at that easy stuff, but so is everybody else. So our our theory for this year is hey, let's go with stuff that's a little harder first, and then that gets us a quicker time to to rehash it later uh, and then it's a little more embedded hopefully by the time we get to practice meets. So um, the first thing I want to point out is I said six to seven pages earlier and if you're uh, observant enough you should recognize that a lot of these are more than seven to eight pages or six to seven pages. Uh, music seven to thirteen, econ six to nine, that's somewhere in the range of you know nine ten pages. Uh, 10 to 14 and 13 to 17, that's about seven, eight pages. Um, and so as we kind of go through here, look at this one. Seven pages for music alone and then another eight on economics. And so it might already sound like I'm a little disingenuous. Well, no, that's not quite the case because what is happening is I am taking um, these resources and I'm breaking them down into purely what their text is. Now, in a lot of these uh, resources the images and the timelines and the whatever have you's take up a lot of space especially when you look at Sosai. the end of Sosai is just it's just a huge timeline um, which you know might be important but also I'm pretty sure it's just covered in the rest of the resource so it's really not that important and so what I do, and I'm not going to be able to show you guys, just in case of you know copyright issues with Usad, we don't want to get in trouble there. Uh, basically, what I do is I take each uh, page and I break it down into blocks of uh, 10. So I cut the I cut the sheet in half, uh, uh, figuratively, not literally. I cut the sheet in half. That's you know each two parts. We usually have two columns, with some, some exceptions such as literature. Uh, Excerpts and I believe uh, art excerpts also as well might be like that, or I think it's music excerpts. And so I, br- I cut it into two, and then I cut each of those two into five units, right? So each page, you know, usually a paragraph is about a fifth of a, of a column, a, a decent-sized paragraph. And so that made me think, well, hey, why don't I just break this into a, a, a body of 10, right? So each uh, page is broken into tenths. And then I take those tenths and then I try to evaluate how much text is, is from each of those tenths, right? Um, so, if you can see here, I, I'm on so and I, I finished this and it was, you know, it's fairly detailed. Um, but as an example, the Prosperity and Liberalism introduction is, or section is 0.9 of a page. So, it's almost a full page, it's about 90% of a page, right? fruits of war is a page and a fifth right 1.2 pages post war economy 0.5 pages etc cetera, etc cetera. now there are some exceptions to saying the images don't matter and probably later down the line you know looking at the images and especially looking at the descriptions in the images will matter but for right now it doesn't um, but when you're talking about music fundamentals especially with the keyboards and the circle of fifths and the and the um, Hornbostel uh, uh, classifications, right? Uh, there are images that are important. Science also has a lot of important images for certain, but so sci, its a bunch of it's a bunch of old dudes, right? It's a bunch of bunch of people doing things, right? Not super crucial to understand what the image is doing itself. So it, it pays to kind of cut it up, and so I'm able to do that with each section. so we cut the resource each page into a certain amount into tenths and then we kind of sum all those up for each resource and we see how many actual pages of text of reading it is worth um, and so for sosa i came up with 49.5 pages that is how many pages worth of text of pure text there are in this resource which is a lot less than the number on the page which it ends at 73 and it goes into the 80s or 90s or even hundreds with the um with the timelines and the glossaries and stuff which are not necessary at all Um, and so that leaves us 49 and a half pages worth of material which if we divide by six you know we're talking you know eight nine days which is a lot better than if we were talking about you know dividing 87 pages or 90 pages by six Um, so that makes things a lot easier for to to kind of get to the kids and and, and allows us to really justify creating a schedule that looks a lot bigger than it actually is, right? Um, so this here is our finished schedule and and I kind of talked about breaking it up into twos earlier. There are some days where I can't do that and there are also some days where, you know, usually we like to partner up uh, resources, so music and econ here. Well, econ finishes before music, so we have a full week of just music. Um, and then we take a test at the end of it and that test is super important as well and I'll get to that later uh, and then we start on art and so which is a, which are relatively the same length um, and hopefully we get all that done hopefully before our first practice meet which means hey four resources down by the first meet in October that's pretty good I'm 100% happy with that I would actually thought it'd be closer to two and a half so that's very good uh, we keep doing that um, the the Working with Rosencrantz and Gilmanstern are Dead is weird just because of the size of it. It's large, but also it's not. So I'm not exactly sure how much the kids are going to be able to read tonight. But we've already read it. So I'm not going to. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask them to finish the book in a week. Uh, but I think that's uh, pretty reasonable. Um, so yeah, um, that's kind of where we're at with this schedule. Uh, and this is a finished product, as I told you. Um, and as we'll see here later on, once we start our second, we will start our second read through this semester and, uh, even during the Thanksgiving break, they're expected expected to read. Uh, but we will, we definitely want to make sure we hit music again, you know, super important. So we want to get through that again as quick as possible. Um, and then we have, you know, four or five days and then we set the team here. So. we're not going to ask them to review a lot right here. We're going to ask them to work on subjectives because we're going to do a little subjective, you know, intramural meet, uh, interteam meet uh, before we do this. So uh, now what I want to show you guys is how I got to this schedule and how I got to kind of figuring out the timelines and stuff like that. Okay, so we understand what the Page breakdown is we understand exactly how many pages they need to read, and also I will make that freely available to anybody who uh, contacts me and wants to get a hold of that that chart that I have. I will gladly um, give it to anybody who needs it. It's a it's a it's it's a resource. You know, it's not my intellectual property or anything. It's just something that I use, and I again gladly give it to anybody, and so I can use that then to build a schedule for the for the team. Right. And so as you can see here, um, I have a blank slate calendar again in Excel, right? It's just easier to do an Excel. It's super flexible, right? I don't, you know, I, I know a lot of people, a lot of t- teachers like having their, uh, you know, their, their, their calendars prepped out. Well, in my opinion, the best way to have a calendar is 100% in Excel. Honestly, everything in Excel is better except for, you know, pure writing. So anyways, um, So yeah, I have this schedule prepped out for the first, only the first semester. Everything, a lot of things change when it comes to the second semester when we kind of set the final team and stuff. And so you can also see the, uh, on the right here, I have um, my district calendar. And so this is also incredibly crucial to planning this out properly because there are, A, obviously some days they're not at school but also some pretty crucial dates in terms of report cards, in terms of progress reports uh, that we really need to know because that's when things are going to ramp up for them, at least at Dulles. That's when things are going to really ramp up for them in their other classes and where, as you know, the decathlon coaches, we need to maybe take a step back, let them make sure their grades are good, um, make sure that they're not any more stressed out than they need to be. Um, is it... Uh, it, will it harm us in the, in the long run? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's good. I think it helps the kids feel a little more comfortable. Uh, and, and, you know, this, you know, decathlon can be very exploitative, uh, exploitative. Uh, I feel that, you know, there's a lot of times where we're not necessarily thinking about the kids' best interests. We're just kind of there to get the best result. And so, um, well, I do think it is in the kids' best interest to win. I think that that feeling of victory is pretty uh, pretty important. Uh, it's also, you know, how you got there, right? I, You know, I'm I'm sure there are teams that have won state titles, that have won national titles that did not feel good about it, you know, that didn't have a good time doing it. And so by giving us that flexibility or giving the kids that flexibility to go and get the work done they need to get done without worrying about it, Uh, I think that really makes the program uh, and their experience in it a lot better. So, at any rate, you can see I have these color-coded in exact relation to um, what our calendar is over here. Um, So, we actually don't start until Wednesday the 15th. It's the first day of school. How much are you going to get done there? Who knows? We're lucky to have a lunch period, so we'll have them for two hours or so, Um, close to two hours, about an hour 40, I think. Uh, and so that allows us to still do some stuff here, but I'm not going to ask them to have uh, something studied for that day. Uh, maybe I will. I don't know yet. Um, you know, Hopefully they're all in town by Tuesday the 14th so they, I can't say, hey, look, read this thing for, for Wednesday the 15th. Uh, off day, September 3rd. Off day, September 28th. Uh, teacher work day, October 19th. Thanksgiving break. Uh, kind of have it all labeled out uh, and then f- f- half days and i'm not exactly sure how long our finals go i don't know if it's four days or three days it's probably four days usually it's like um you know the second half of this day and then these three that's usually how we operate in fort bend uh, or at least at dulles um so at any rate uh yeah that's that's kind of this is just the blank slate in which we're able to operate uh, and and figure out a good schedule for our students. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening and following along with me. Um, just a quick few hits on the things that we talked about. You know, six to seven pages a night. Uh, make sure that you are flexible for the kids while also at the same time uh, keeping your schedule together. That's really important. Uh, you really just can't stop because if you stop, you lose momentum, and that really prevents you from extending your results in the way you want. Uh, and then also just building out that schedule based on your own schedule with the with the district calendar and building your own schedule based on the on the needs of the kids and trying to anticipate those. Um, So in the next video, I'm going to come back and kind of show you guys the other core component of what Dulles Decathlon does. I showed you guys the schedule. And then I'm going to show you the results the schedule brings, which is our team score sheet. Uh, It is a really internally competitive fun thing that I want to show you guys and walk you guys through uh, that I think a lot of you will like. Um, So anyways, if you like this video... Uh, Make sure you comment, make sure you let us know, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on the message boards, whether it's on Facebook or uh, Um, Zathlon.org. Or just let us know on social media. Um, It's been a blast doing this. We're hoping to do a lot more content like this going forward and and consistently. We're we're hoping to get stuff out weekly uh, to the decathlon community. Uh, to promote the community because right now the community is not really unified or not really um, talking to each other and we want to change that a lot. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you later.